What's going on, everybody? Welcome for another episode of the ABJ Podcast, episode 58, Pete Corvus. Unfortunately, uh, we're going to reschedule yesterday's interview. Uh, Jay the Key uh, had some issues at work, couldn't get out in time. But if you were excited for that interview, it will be happening. Just give us time to find a date to reschedule it. Probably in June, we'll look forward, but definitely keep an eye out for the Jay the Key return. I try to get two members of bad company in one weekend, but it just didn't work out that way, but that's all right. We got J we got, uh, we got Pete coming up next, but before we get into that, let me read off this sponsor. So I got guys, it has finally happened. A whole store fully dedicated to vintage wrestling. They say it never could be done, but I have seen it with my own eyes. Suplex vintage wrestling is a store curated by wrestling fans for wrestling fans located on the, in, on fifth street in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, just one block South, uh, uh, one block South of South street in the heart of queen village. Their shop features the largest collection of vintage wrestling apparel under one classic roof. Their selections include classic designs from your favorite wrestlers from the golden age attitude era internationals indies and more and if you're tired of watching premium live events at home by yourself svw hosts the best watch parties since your best friend kyle's 12th birthday party uh and i will be there on the 27th so if you want to come watch uh, uh clash of champions i will be in affiliate that weekend come and hang out and watch the event of the shop uh, and if shirts and watch parties aren't your thing don't forget about the large selection of replica belts trading cards from their t and t-shirts and hats for and rare wrestling memorabilia they have something for every wrestling enthusiast out there so what are you waiting for check them out at suplex.svw on instagram or their website s uh, suplexsvw.com and let them satisfy your nostalgia needs um, also links below for all things abj if you want to grab a uh, t-shirt if you want to support the patreon uh if you want to leave a tip or donation that's all there unfortunately i don't have the 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 clout yet on youtube for super chats to pop up so i won't see your name but i will get an alert if you do donate and i will give you a shout out um also uh guests my link guests are below as well so definitely go support him and show some love uh, but without further ado, let me bring in my guest. Uh, we might be cousins. I don't know. I, I, you know, we, we stand next to each other and people are like, yo, are you guys related? We might be. We might have to spit on a DNA test and figure it out. But uh, here is my brother from another mother, Pete Corvus. Hey. What's going on? Hey, man. I think people think we look like each other because we both just have that chubby Kevin Owens look. You know what I mean? I think so. I also think uh, now that I cut my hair. Uh, we definitely don't have that much of a look anymore, but now no. that we like kind of trim the beard too yeah. together, it looks like we might. Yeah, I just uh, need I need fancy, sophisticated glasses. You know, oh, what? it's it's the nose yeah. and the Pretty tiny little beady eyes. That's now what we I got going on. You know what I mean? Yeah, look. Yeah, see, we're like halfway there. Yeah. All right. I got. To, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. Thank you for doing this. I'm super excited. You got a lot going on. The profile picture that I put up to promote this episode, you're a bloody mess. I was I was there for that bloody mess. Uh, that, was, that, was, that was a good time. Uh, and, and before we get rolling here, anyone in the chat, if you are interested in any questions, please post them. Uh, let's, let's talk and, uh, let's, let's get some questions out there for Pete, but Pete, let's, uh, let's dive back. Let's go back when you were just a little Pete, Pete, Pete and Pete. Um, <laughs> and what, what's your earliest memory of falling in love with professional wrestling? Uh, so, um, I can tell you the earliest memory of seeing wrestling on TV. I don't know about falling in love. I remember uh, surfing through like the channels on like the little cable boxes. And like it, it was, I had a TV in my room and only had like the two, four, seven, and nine kind of thing. And I happened to find like UPN nine and it was like John Cena and Eddie Guerrero uh during their feud just before the uh 
the parking lot brawl. That's like the first thing I remember. Yeah. And, my, and then my mom coming in, I had to like change the channel to like channel two. I was like, oh my God, like I don't want to get caught. Um, and then I found something. Was wrestling like not allowed in the house? Or, oh, or... forbidden. 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 It was the, I don't want you to see what you, what's on TV and then do it to like your little sister. So like, we're not going to do that. Okay. So they didn't want me to like grow up to be like a little bully. Turns out I did it anyway. But yeah, <laughs> uh, jokes on you, mom. <laughs> yeah. So what actually what happened was with that was we were in a KB Toys. Like that's how that's how long ago this was. Like KB Toys didn't even exist anymore. Yeah. Um, we were in the toy like the action figure aisle. I was like, oh, can I buy wrestlers? Like just like I don't have to watch it. I just want the figures. My mom gets on her little flip phone. And she's like, "Hey!" Like, calls my dad. Like, "Hey, he wants he wants to buy wrestling figures." Yada yada yada. All right, I don't see the problem with it. It's like action figures, whatever. He's got like Superman at home already. He can just do great. Buy the two wrestling figures, whatever. That's how I get into watching wrestling. This is great. I I bought like a Triple H and a Chris Benoit, and it's like this is great. I'm just throwing them off each other. I have no idea what I'm doing because I don't know anything. I know I know a power slam. That's all I know in wrestling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I start like googling. Like I don't even know what's like Google. I don't even know like I just was like on the on the computer. I was like I don't know any wrestlers' names. I have to Google everything I know about them so I can when I watch it, it's great. It was like the I don't remember if you remember like the Sunday Sunday morning they did a TV show. It was like a recap of like like. Uh, it was Todd Gresham and Ivory. I don't, I don't remember that. They would go to like, they would film it in New York City, like walk around New York City, but they would talk about everything that happened during the week. And like I a recap show. Like a, it's a full recap show of everything that would happen, like big, like bullet points. Like, this is what happened. This is why it happened kind of thing. I was like, oh, this is great to watch. And then they canceled it on me. I had no idea what was going on. So now I have to watch the shows, but I don't know what time they show. I don't know what time they start. I don't know what channels they're on. I'm just I'm on channel nine every night because I don't it has to pop up at some point. Yeah. At my bedtime's eight o'clock, so it's not I don't I miss SmackDown, I miss Raw because Raw is on at nine. So I was like, this is great. So no I TV think, in your room, so you can't even sneak it. I could I couldn't sneak Raw because it's on USA. So I don't have I didn't have USA, but I had channel nine for SmackDown for UPN. Yeah. Catch that. But when I was finally able to watch it, I was I found I think the I was the middle of it was post rumble oh four oh five oh five because Batista won. Yeah. So it was the uh Batista Triple H feud. That's that mm. that's my earliest memory of like wrestling in so there. You you got in when I was out. I was already out yeah. by that time. Yeah. So I missed everything attitude era and I'm strictly uh, ruthless aggression ruthless, ruthless aggression kid like that's that's me like i'll go back and i'll watch attitude era stuff and it's like oh like the raw suck the pay-per-views are great the smackdowns mm. like that's great cool but like ruthless aggression on smackdown is fantastic the stories mm. on awesome and then the wrestling on smackdown is just and then it, like it would culminate in like eh pay-per-views which blows it, it's so, funny how people are like, oh, my God, Raw sucks so bad and SmackDown sucks so bad. And I'm like, I mean, if you go back and watch since the Attitude Era, like most Raws and SmackDowns are nothing to brag about. 
no, you only you get like the good like snippets on on YouTube now. It's like, wow, I didn't see that because you're skipping over an hour yeah. and a half, and you're missing of nonsense. Like, the, yeah, yeah, you're missing like the two minute greatness that's in the middle of the show that doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. So, so when when was wrestling fully accepted in your house? When were you able to uh, fully embrace it? And your parents were like, okay, you could definitely we'll let you lean into this. You haven't you haven't choke slam your sister or anything like that. Uh oh. Oh five officially. So I was like 10. So it was like, right. It was right around WrestleMania is when it was officially in, but it wasn't, it was in, but it wasn't in. So it was good from Oh five to like Oh six. Mm-hmm. And then the Kurt angle Booker T feud is where my mom, <laughs> came, like, something in Kurt angle was like, I want to have sex with your wife. My mom has to <laughs> And, and she went you're done and i went but i <laughs> i was like oh, I, was, I don't even know what's going on here at least you didn't watch triple h try to have sex with a corpse no i missed thankfully i missed <laughs> uh, so or a live sex show on t so one of the guys no, i interviewed I, I was around for the live se- i was back for the live sex show but like yeah. that was like like the I appreciate you, Tofu. It was like holy shit. Yeah, dude, my buddy, his parents took him to Hershey, Pennsylvania. I was either Hershey or Wilkes-Barre, but it was in Pennsylvania. And the show they went to was Raw's live sex show, uh-huh. and they got they got banned from there for quite some time. They wouldn't let him back. Yeah, that was his first live wrestling experience with his yeah. parents. And there's live sex in the ring, and then they obviously mess up, and Lita is exposed. Yes. Which, yeah, wish that was on TV, but whatever. <laughs> but yeah, what a yeah, it is definitely. I it's funny because like there is a little bit of an age gap, so it's weird to hear like when you had parents who gave a shit about what you consumed. Uh, yeah. Mine, mine did not at all. Um, I could definitely see how wrestling is a, is a tough sell in a household, but uh, it's so the Irish Catholic is just they're not they're not fighters like you think they are. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy now. Now you're growing up, you're watching the whole product the whole time, and you think to yourself, you know what? I want to become a professional wrestler. How did those steps begin? Like when did like at what point were you like, this is what I want to do? Um, mom, please, I'm gonna go become a wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> um it didn't happen right away, like at all. Yeah. I, um I did a I did my first I went to my first Ring of Honor show in like 2012 again super late to everything i'm like i miss all the good roh but like i i watch stuff so i didn't but i wasn't there because i didn't go to my first wrestling show to like 2009 2008 i was i super late to everything yeah so i finally was like i went to i did the hammerstein ballroom i did final battle 2012 i saw kevin steen el generico ladder war four it was like generico i didn't know it was generico's last match for didn't know where he was going. It was his last match. Great. Uh, so I saw that match. I was like, wow, there's a guy who looks like me who does cool stuff, and he's a world champion. This is so cool. So I started, like, Googling, like, schools near me, and, like, they were so expensive. I'm like, mm-hmm. this, this, I had no idea. Now, you're you're in the Jersey area, right? No, I'm in New York. You're in New York. Uh, I thought I'm, you were a Jersey kid. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm a New York City kid. Yeah, so... Okay. So I have, by me, I have House of Glory. Uh, Bad Company Productions says you're still late to everything. 
I don't I know who's behind that page and they have zero say in being <laughs> I don't want to hear anything from her. Uh, I don't want to hear anything from her. Uh, we have House of Glory up here, Creative <laughs> Pro. I have Russell Pro in Jersey. Monster Factor I looked into, but they are way too expensive. Um I looked at CZW at the time. They are too far. What else was I looking at? Deshaun Pratt is now trained one of the head is the head trainer at CZW and literally said uh on the podcast on on Tuesday, uh no fee. Come to the gym, just I pay me in sweat. So anytime this the, he's literally oh. saying the CZ, CZW gym is open for anyone who wants to, to learn, still, train. Yep. Still in Blackwood? What's that? Is it still in Blackwood? I or believe so, yeah. Yeah. So. yeah, so we have like I have all these schools. So I had I was like, oh, I'll look into it. So my parents were like, Well, you're gonna go to college, you're gonna get a real job, yada yada yada. This is great. I was like, whatever, I'll go to college, I'll whatever. I did two years of college, I didn't graduate, I'm a dropout, I'll admit it. Uh so it happens. I, if I would have went to college, I would have been the same way. Yeah, I just I, I didn't care. So I'm in the I finally like find the school that I want to go to and I I write my parents, I handwrite my parents a letter because I don't want to have this conversation in person. Like, because <laughs> it's just, I know how it's going to go and it's going to, it's going to turn into an argument. I didn't want it. So I hand wrote a note, put it in an envelope and I put it around on the count on the dining room table. And I said, just please read. And I woke up the next morning and they went, no, I went sick. <laughs> I went, so what do I do? The well, if you want to do it, you got to pay for it. I went, all right. So at the time, I think Creative Pro was like 300 a month or something. And I was like, well, I, I can't afford that. So I looked at like Warriors of Wrestling in Staten Island. And I went there for like, I would say a month. I wouldn't even, that's being generous. Uh, it wasn't for me. I was like, this sucks. Like, if this is how wrestling is, I don't want to do it. It was very drill sergeanting. Yeah. And very, um, uh trainee friendly i would say in, yeah in, they they uh, essentially a lot of wrestling schools are going to uh they're going to treat it like football practice they're going to yeah, they're going to they're going to run you until you die and then they're going to they're going to mentally and physically break you to figure out if you really want to do this or not it was the oh you didn't you didn't get up on your right side or left candlestick yeah, yeah, yeah. candlestick oh you didn't you didn't get up from your right way we have to do 75 squats right now yeah, and I just, I'm like, what? I was like, this is training. Like, I would have just stayed at baseball practice if this was the case. <laughs> so I, I stopped going there. When the guy like messaged me was like, are you coming to training? And I go, nah, bro, I'm not. <laughs> like, I'm not doing. <laughs> I'm over it. <laughs> uh, Creative Pro was doing like their yearly like price drop for a thing, and they're like, oh, come here, see how you like it, talk to the kids that are here already, figured out cool great i had already talked to like bronson because he and i got close with gts he's like come down just see what you want to do cool went over he was like well you're gonna do it i was like yeah i told pat i'll sign up whatever so i signed up and he was like well everyone's gonna come in in january i think it was like a december show that they did like everyone's gonna come in january we're all gonna start at the same time okay cool great so it was like 200 a month which i thought was a steal it still is really uh for that school yeah that's a good school like, He's like, it's just for the month. 
uh but and then we we hiked the price back up to like 250 in, in february I was like, all right, fifty dollars more isn't really that bad considering what you started at. No problem. Now during this time too, you are currently wrestling a GTS. I'm on GTS at that point, which is, uh, which I I did GTS. Oh, when did I start GTS? I do this all the time. When did I start GTS? Two thousand. But a lot of your early training and your basic and your fundamentals came from GTS, and then you you've been trying other schools in between. Yeah, so I st- I did Warriors of Wrestling before I did GTS. Mm-hmm. Didn't like it. Stopped doing anything wrestling related at all. And then a buddy of mine was like, "Oh, um, a friend of mine is starting a wrestling show on YouTube, and he is he's getting a ring like today." I was like, "Do you want to go down?" I was like, "Yes, absolutely." So you're like a day oneer of GTS. I'm like. I was there the week before the ring got there. So I'm before wow. the wrestling. I'm before GTS wrestling. I'm there. You're for, silly, super silly pop. I'm super silly pop. Grimm's toy show. Like yeah. that, that. Yeah. Um, so we go down there and he's like, hi, I'm Dave. Nice to meet you. Hi, I'm Pete. Whatever. Like I thought this was gonna be like a one-time thing. It's like, Oh, do you want to come back next week? I was like, sure. Okay. And I am hot garbage, hot garbage. If you go back and watch some old, shit, I'm garbo. Uh, so that happens. And then people from like creative pro are coming down and they're like, Oh, well you should check out the school. I was like, okay, maybe like, we'll see. Check out the school. So I go January, it's 2023. So I went to the school in 20, argument sake, we'll say 2018. Wow. Was, yeah. So, huh. So there's I, I did that. Uh, so January 2018, I started at Creator Pro. I did a month and a half there, and then my boss got sick at work. My whole work schedule got changed. So all the nights that they were training, I was working. They thought I quit. I was like, no, no, it's just my work schedule. I'll be back at the end of the summer, whatever. They're like, okay, whatever. <sighs> I didn't come back till the next January. Came back. They're like, oh, you came back. I was like, I told you I was going to come back. I went for a month. Uh, my anxiety kicked my ass. I walked I walked in the door. I pulled into the parking lot one night, turned the car off, went to go open the door, and I just went, I can't do this. Went, I have to use the bathroom. This isn't good. I'm not going to blow up the school's bathroom. Drove to Walmart like three miles down the road texted someone said hey i'm at walmart down the block not sure if i'm coming anxiety is crazy right now I don't think i belong there he goes why don't you belong there and it's a whole conversation like ah, i don't know i don't feel like i belong there i feel like it's i should have been there a year ago and everything screwed up whatever all that he's like just come back i was like oh, i can't i'm going home i was like i can't do it so i just stopped that i was on gts for all that time so all my training is gts like, I don't even say, like, if it was like, oh, are you trained? I say, no, I'm not. Like, I have two months of training, but I'm not trained. Yeah. I don't. But I mean, I, I would still say you're very safe to work. I've seen you work multiple people in multiple different styles of matches, and you're not an unsafe person. You still, uh, you still work very smart, very safe. And I, I don't know, man, like I hearing you and I, I understand that you do have the, the anxiety and stuff. And, and, and we've had personal conversations too, where you've talked about your anxiety and how, you know, almost like that imposter syndrome where when someone compliments you and says you're good, you kind of don't really believe it. Bro, I suck, bro. Yeah. No. 
I'm in the same boat, dude. People are like, <laughs> I love, I love the podcast and I love this. And I just like, cool. I don't believe you, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, exactly. yeah, but it's, it's dude. I like, like sometimes, I'll, I'll, sometimes I'll, we're our own worst enemies. I hate, I hate watching my own matches. Cause it's like, Oh, that was supposed to happen there. That didn't happen. Yeah. Oh, why didn't I, why didn't I do that instead of that? And someone's like, Oh, why wouldn't you? Like, why did that happen? Why didn't I do this during my entrance? I said I was going to do this, and I didn't do that. I was like, hate it. Hate yeah. everything. Can't do it. Someone's Real like, oh, quick, in, in the chat, um, I have a lot of people coming in from different Discord servers that I just got put into, like, just now. Uh, so thank you guys so much for coming in here and watching and helping me, like, try to get this affiliate status. That means a lot. So thank you guys for coming in and stopping by and saying hi. Um, I appreciate you all. So thank you. If you're into podcasts and hearing people's stories, uh, welcome. Welcome to the ABJ Podcast. Yeah, and if you're list and if you're listening to this later on on audio in your car, go join these amazing Discord servers and meet really cool people, and then come watch them live sometime. Yeah. All right, sorry, little ad break there. <laughs> uh, so, what open. is what is the experience of being a GTS? Like, you go there, obviously you're not trained. Someone's down there, you know, teaching you the basics. Grim kind of said in his interview that people are going to hear in a couple days here. Um, that you know he's not he's not really worried about it, your lockups or your hip tosses and stuff like that. He wants to tell a story. He wants you to work on your character. He wants you to develop your ring psychology and tell a story. Um, but you know, like that's that's great. And like I said, and but you still can put together a match. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like so, I'm not school trained, but when I was there, I was trained by Cletus. And um, Tony Emerald. Okay. So, like, they were doing trainings before and after we were done taping. So we were going over like rolls and lockups and like wrist locks and all like like chain stuff. So when people like ask who trained me, it's Tony Emerald and Cletus are my trainers. Those are my guys. Like, yeah. and I'll that's because it's like I think Jay Evans is the same way. I don't know. I don't know how he. Yeah, no, he's one hundred percent trained through through GTS as well. Through yeah. that, um, so we'd go over a bunch of stuff. Like even when we're still there, like a bunch of us just like stay and like go over some. Like we try to like do new stuff there because it's it's an open ring. Like we're not yeah. paying for anything. We go down there. We have all this time. We can do whatever we want. Uh, but like you go down there and it's so carefree for the most part. Like he wants. He's he's like he he likes to stick to times. In terms of like, I want to start at this time and I want to end at this time, like just for like a noise ordinance around the neighborhood that he's in. Mm -hmm. Um, but other than that, as long as like we don't like go screaming and like the cops get called on us, we could care less what we do. Yeah. We jump like the roof or like <laughs> the scaffold that he's got there. I think we someone's, I think, jumped off like I think it's like a two story scaffold. Someone's jumped off like the top on into the ring. And I get Jeez. up there, I go, I go up there, and it like starts to shake, and I go, "No, I'm too fat for this. I'm not doing yeah. this." Yeah, was it Philly? Was it Philly Mike? Because he's a psychopath. It was either Philly Mike or Flash Carter, one of those two, mm -hmm. like carefree, like yeah, just twelve head. pounds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I got enough. Let's fucking go. Yeah, yeah. psychos. Uh, yeah, so it's he's more um um fast pace and like high spots. That's what that yeah. is. 
Like, now the no cool one... thing, the cool thing about Grim Toy Show too, and and obviously working this the scene you've been working in and the and the group you've been affiliated with is like you you you've been around a lot of very talented people. Like Grim had a lot of very talented people come through his like his promotion, and you've got to work with a very a bunch of talented people. And it like iron sharpens iron. So even if you're not fully trained, your your on the job training has been amazing. Like yeah. um, Thunder Rosa. Chris Statlander, uh, Platinum Max Caster, the current world champion, MJF, like they all, you've got the rub elbows with all of them. You know what I mean? Like whether yeah. it being in the ring or just being around them and picking their brain and getting better as a talent. And there are four people that are on TV that you can go and watch every Wednesday night. Like that's yeah. not, not a lot of wrestlers can say that. <laughs> no, it's, it's very rare that you can be like, oh, well, I wrestled this guy before he was super duper famous. Yeah. And like even... Thunder Rosa was already on Lucha Underground when she came to us. Like mm-hmm. that's like, she was already like super well known, like with like the hardcore wrestling community. So when she came over here, everyone's like, well, "Why would you do that?" She's like, "Well, it's fifth. It's five hundred thousand more people watching me than like." Yeah, they were. that's the craziest part. It's like people so, people shit on it. Like, are you crazy? Like they don't they shit on it until they get on it or they watch like they they watch it like, oh, this is really fucking stupid, and then yeah. they go and they like meet him and they go oh this is really fucking smart like yeah it's, it's crazy really smart I've, I've been in locker rooms and people are like oh this guy's fucking retarded like i hate terrible word to use did not mean they hate him <laughs> yeah they yeah throw him under the bus they hate this guy they get canceled because of this podcast <laughs> like, <laughs> like oh i hate this guy I hate this guy and then they meet him and then they watch the show and see what he does and they go Oh, why is he the main event? Because now the crowd's gone, and like, yeah. why is like mm-hmm. well, this? This is so dumb. Like, he should totally like. I want to be on that show. I want to. I want this reaction every time I come out. And it's crazy because like you, most indie people have no exposure, no nothing except the people who bought a ticket that night because their online presence isn't strong. And then you yeah. go work a show on there, and he has 1.3 million subscribers. And then you turn around, and you're getting more tweets and stuff thrown at you than some people that are on SmackDown that week. And you're yeah. like a year into a wrestling, you're like, how do I manage this? Like, I'm a year in. I don't know what to say on social media. I don't know social media etiquette, and I'm just gonna hopefully. And it's like, it's so it's funny with like the social media etiquette. Like I, I didn't, had no idea like how to react to like certain things and like what people would say about me. Yeah. So my like, well, I don't like what you're saying. I'm just gonna block you. I could care less. And he goes, well, why would you block them? That's one less That's engagement. That's one less follow you have. That's one less person who's gonna be watching you now because you're being an idiot. And I went, oh okay. So then I unfollowed them. And I was like, well, I like this guy now because he's interacting with me like every day. Yeah. And that's what I'd be on. I when Twitter and Periscope had to done their like their thing for a while, mm-hmm, go lives and stuff. Yeah, I would go live for like an hour or whatever, and I'd have like three hundred people on there, and I go, I don't even know what the hell to talk Fucking about. Goals, and brother. I, I wish I could hit that. Honestly, what the hell is happening here? And then it was uh, just like oh. MJF has been putting together some crazy matches. How was it working with him? I didn't work with him actually. Like, he how was, was it the, being part of the uh, the the he, like, So he. When he was there, I wasn't like he was doing Grimm's toy show before it was like GTS wrestling. Yeah. Like he was that's when Grimm and Brian Myers were doing their stuff together out in Long Island on like Creator Pro. So I didn't see any of their stuff. Like I, okay. I was maybe a maybe a week or two 
too late, I think, with them. So I don't know any. I don't know how he was on the show, but he treats me well. I would say he's he's nice to me. He's complete. He's his character, Max. Yeah, is, there you go. Yeah, he's he's Ma- Max is Max. Yeah, don't kayfabe, brother. <laughs> well, not, what you see on TV is Max. There's yeah. no. It's not like oh hey when the camera goes off it's like oh my god it's really nice working with you it's like Max like. Shut the fuck up! I hate you. Go away. Leave me alone. Kind of like, <laughs> yeah, bro. I just bought your T-shirt. Like I thought we were. So cool you don't stuff. care. He's like, no, this is twenty bucks. This is great. I tried so that one. If people, <laughs> if people who don't know, if you're not a wrestling fan, this guy MJF, he plays a very obnoxious rich kid from Long Island, New York, and he wears a like a blueberry scarf, and he just says, "I'm better than you," and you know it. He insults every. Like you go to stand in his line. And like he flips you off, he gets your autograph, he throws it on the floor, he'll throw whatever you sign, he'll throw it on the floor. And then fans try to insult him and he insults them back. He tells little kids that their dad should have paid 10 bucks for a condom when they were a kid. Like he's just, he's out of control. He's he's a modern day Roddy Roddy Piper, if you know who Roddy Piper was. Special needs people in his line and it's on video. And I go, oh my God, how has he not got himself canceled? But it's like, it's It's part of it. It's just Max. Like they know. Yep. You pay for what you get. Or you get a, you there get was what? a guy who came up to him in a wheelchair and said, "You suck." And he goes, "I suck." You know what I can do that you can't? And he you stood up, up out of his chair. <laughs> like, are you like that is crazy? And it's, and people love it. They love it. You know what it is? It's not even like disrespectful. It's just like, this is what I can do. And I'm pretty sure the guy the guy knew that he was going to do it. Yeah. Plus of like, cause like, well, you're going in there with a wheelchair. Like he's going to say something stupid. <laughs> it's like going to Dick's last resort. Like when you go to that restaurant, they're going to make fun of you. Yeah. Like, so when you get an MJF's line, if you're bringing your young child, like your young child's going to get roasted. <laughs> like you're not, yeah, it's absolutely terrible idea. Yeah. He, but, and then when fans follow him, he's like, if any of you fucking marks get in this elevator, I'm punching you in the face. And then they just leave him alone. <laughs> and he probably gets in the elevator and probably laughs at it the whole mm-hmm. time. I fucking idiots. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's That's crazy how- too because he he purposely stays out of the limelight. He purposely doesn't go in public a lot, like he because he doesn't want to break character. Um, I'm really hoping I get to meet him so I can uh, so he could do that to me one day. He's so awesome, my favorite AEW wrestler. Yeah, there you go. Now, what are some matches that you got to put in? Like, so one thing I like to talk to a lot about wrestlers with wrestlers is they have that aha moment. They have that moment where like, oh my god, this the pieces are here now. Like, I feel like I've I, I've I've accomplished something. I feel like I'm hitting my stride. I feel like I've gotten this flow down. I feel like I got my character down. What was that moment for you? Who did you work that you kind of had that like snap moment where you're like, okay, I feel like I'm on the right track here. I don't know if I've had an aha moment yet. Really? I don't think I have. Maybe I have. I don't know. But then again, this is just me like hating myself. So that's, yeah, yeah, I feel that. Um. No, actually, I might have an aha moment. I wrestled Jimmy Rave three times on GTS uh, in a warehouse, and he uh, guided me so well through all three matches. He just, like, bread and butter, nice and easy shit, nothing crazy. He's like, this is what you're going to do here, this is what you're going to do here, and I'm going to do this, and this is how this is going to go, and it's going to go, and it just smooth i was like that's all you have to do that's it and it's great because now i'm like oh all right 
Jimmy Rave said this and Jimmy Rave said that. And then that's how it gets to that. And it's like, oh, aha. So maybe that is my aha moment. Yeah. See, self-confidence. I would say the craziest out of all the matches I've seen you do, I've seen you do a bunch. I've seen you get beat up by Sandman. Um, I think that was like a running oh. gag for you everywhere Sandman was in Jersey. He had to hit you with a, a kendo stick. It was a running gag for six months, and I'm over it. And I hope no one, I no one ever does it again. And I know someone's gonna <laughs> do it again because I know <laughs> or when it's coming. Yeah, because uh, he didn't he didn't go soft with you on that kendo stick. He he cracked you with it. He, I I got real cocky with it. The first a short, time, a short star, you got real bad. You were first, talking over his entrance music. The first time he got me was in Atlantic City, and I was like, ah. Whatever, and he whacks me on the stomach, and I go, oh, whatever, that wasn't so bad. I was just, haha. And he gets me on the back, and I went, ah. Oh. But he clipped me real good on the shoulder blade. I was like, oh, that was really bad. That was a terrible idea. Sure, Star. I was like, let's get ballsy. I've never heard anyone talk over his entrance music, and it's like six. I understand, man. So You're long. like, hurry up, hurry up. We get it. Do this. This is terrible. And he got me good for talking over him. And then he complimented me later, but I won't. That's that's a that's its own thing. I was like, "Oh, that yeah. was really cool! Holy crap!" Because he doesn't remember me. I was like, "This is great! Oh my god!" Uh, and then he got me. What was that? Was the second time? The third time we did SWF at a crack motel. We call it the crack motel. What's it? <laughs> yeah. He uh, he got me again. Like three weeks later, I was like, "I gotta do this again." Clips me the first time, clips me the second time. The third time, I'm talking to a fan. I'm like shit talking to a fan. And he comes in between the, the top and the middle rope and he clips me again. But like really hard with like the tip of the, the kendo stick. And I wasn't ready for it. And the first thing I did was just turn around and just jump. And I fell back into a seat and like fell off the seat. And I was just like, this is the worst idea ever. Like, I never want to do this again. I watch fans like pay money to buy a kendo stick from him him hit them with the kendo stick and, and then it, he'll autograph it yeah don't no. do that he hits he'll hit you like it's, if you give he doesn't go soft he just he doesn't go soft and he's always drunk so well, i don't i don't think he drinks anymore no he does does he door star he had to drink water or apple juice because it's a kid-friendly show Got so you. wouldn't allow alcohol in the building, which is fine. No big deal. Bummer. But I think he... Uh... I thought he quit drinking. No, no, no. I've seen... Because uh, the SWF show that we did, he had two tall boys of Budweiser. Like, uh-huh. Budhead. Okay. He, Crushed this, him. He came out with one and then pulled the second one out of his back pocket. I was like, where the hell did you get that Love from? It. Yeah. You know what upset me? He, he didn't come out with Zuba pants on. That kind of upset me when he came out of oh. Shore Star. He just did came you? out with jogging pants, I think. Jogging oh. pants or jeans, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so you you uh, you have a really fun rivalry, I guess, or a few good fun matches, and it was one of my favorite ones of the night, especially that night um, at, at uh, Pro Wrestling After Dark, where you did a death match with uh, – yeah. <laughs> with with one of the craziest people in the scene, I would say. Um, walk us through that match. Let people know who you wrestled and 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 what you psychopaths did this match. Uh, so I wrestled Charlie Bonifer at 
person after dark what was it halloween in, in, in atlantic city uh monster mash or something Mon- or Ma- monster bash or something i don't even remember the name of the show it was like halloween i forget what they're called uh so we did a death match so for like two weeks leading up we're like oh what do you want to do like what what weapons do you want to use and i was like well i would like to use glass and we were looking for like a pane of glass to use we couldn't find like a good we couldn't find a it sounds so stupid a safe one to use because it's not really safe we're going through glass but like there's there's certain layers to things you want to be as safe as possible in a deathmatch because i don't want to i don't want to cut an artery yeah but absolutely I want to look like i don't bleed either mm-hmm. so are you bled oh i bled oh i bled a lot and that's i only bled from the um the gusset the, plate the gusset plate like that was like the main thing and then we did the the light tubes which i remember they i remember them saying the only rule we had for the venue is we don't get glass or light tubes in the grass and i go they they said no glass in the yeah no uh, there was glass glass. everywhere (laughs) yeah we were like i was like well can i can i do and i i went around i was like can i do this here and can i do this here and i'll make sure that it doesn't get in the grass and he goes yeah whatever like i was like still got in the grass great and it's still got in the grass because of the way people were we were kicking it out of the the ring and like kicking it so when you use light tubes you always want to use t12s because they're the thicker and they like the thinner ones are like can easily get cut when they they cut you they can easily go into your skin and it's a whole issue it's like t8s are the worst for that but they use those over in like england and europe and all that they're like, oh, they're fine, whatever. I used the T8 once. I was like, whatever, it's not a big deal. But T12s are like the the big ones. I don't know, like the big ones mm-hmm. that you would use in like um like a hallway lights kind of thing. Yeah. Like or uh, so you get a bunch of those. Very expensive to get a box of those, by the way. Not very cheap anymore. They used to be like fifty bucks for a box. Not like a hundred. I was like. Bleh. And you guys, how many? How many you guys go through that night? Uh, the entire box. Yeah. So, four, eight, twelve, sixteen, twenty-four, or thirty, or thirty. There's so much, it was popping. We, went, we did. I did. Then you had some tape to a table, and you went through a table with them on. It broke before we even used <laughs> it because uh, I I stepped the wrong way getting in the ring, and it just I went really. So we did. We did three on a table. I did three on a bundle that I put on my back and then did a cannonball. Like a cannonball. Yep. Uh, and then we did three, 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 three. So twelve. Four bundles of three, two bundles of four. So there's about 30 in there. And then we did barbed wire, carpet strips. I think there were thumbtacks involved. I don't even remember at that point. I don't I don't remember either, to be honest with you. There might have been, but there was so much glass and everything else going crazy. It was yeah. it was it was there was a lot going on. Glass, you don't remember anything else. And then the carpet yeah. strip. The carpet strip was like it's you put it right here and then you just 
give it a couple taps and it should stick in. Well, he and I are like, well, the adrenaline kicked in real fucking quick because it was like 30 degrees on the ocean. And we're like, fuck, it's really cold. This is a terrible idea. Why do we think to do this? And we, I think we punched each other in the head and went in. And I did to him first. No, he did it to me first, but it was so cold that he like straight punched it in and it fold like it bent in and folded. And I went, do I really want to take this out now? And I like just like popped it out and just straight gushed. Like on camera. They got on camera. Blonde hair. It wasn't blonde at that point. It was straight red. So if you look at the thumbnail to this interview, uh, that's that, that's essentially the aftermath of what he looked like after yeah. this after this match. It was uh, it was a mess, but uh, right. I, it it was on IWTV. It still may be on there under standalone wrestling, but I do right. know they move streaming services to wherever that other crazy deathmatch promotion is. I know Chad moved everything onto their streaming service. Yeah. But there's there's Pete right there. Um Yeah, that was post show. Yeah, that's post show, yeah. Nice and cold and not happy with someone getting in my face. So. <laughs> uh but yeah, man, there it's so do you prefer the deathmatch style or like it like is that something you lean into or is it only when it when the time calls for it? I like it more than regular wrestling because I can hide the fact that I don't wrestle well sometimes. <laughs> so it's, you know, so Shut cool. up, dude. You can yeah. wrestle like you're good. Yeah. See, I just, I'll let someone else tell me that I'm good at it. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, I like it more. I wanted to do it for a while. Now I haven't done it since February. I don't think I've had like a hardcore match since February. And I'm yeah. kind of like, eh, whatever. Like, if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. If it happens, it happens. <laughs> Now who, who are some of your who are some of your favorite people to work on the scene? In deathmatch wrestling or just regular wrestling? And just in general. Uh I've wrestled Everest like six times. He's all right. I like he's him. A, he, he's a guy he's a commanders fan too, isn't he? Right? Is he? I think I think he is. I think he was wearing a commander's hoodie or a hat after well, from, the one show we all went to the bar. I know he's from down there, so he might be. I gotta uh, reach out to him. I want to talk to him on the podcast. He's another I, one I want to talk to him. I've only wrestled Philly Mike once, but I'd like to run that back again when he's fully healed. Yeah, I know I, Riley wants to work I, here too. Bro, I want to beat the shit out of her so fucking bad. <laughs> Just, I want to rock her shit. I watched her, watched her on here when, when you did it with her, and she was like, yeah, I want to wrestle him. I go, well, I've never done any gender, but she's got like such a punchable face. Just fucking rock her shit. Just send her up <laughs> with a nice shine. Like... Mike, like, yo, what'd you do to my girlfriend? Yo, so she <laughs> over the weekend, she was involved in a spot uh, in a in a, a situation where everyone ran into the ring to chase out, chase like do a run uh, a chase out spot, and uh, and fucking the one guy grabbed the chair and he like put it back like he was gonna hit the guy, but when he threw it back, it caught her right in the forehead and swelled her up. She had like a a, a bump. This is this is a little bit of a cleaned up Pete that night. That was a uh, very. Uh... I look like I have like a cut um, on your uh, eyebrow, but it's just like I think that's just. Like, yeah. You should have seen the bathroom after that. After that, uh, that match, I went to like <laughs> the, where we doing the light tubes. Yeah, and that entire sink red. I felt so bad, <laughs> bro. I got. I was pretty drunk on that show doing commentary too. Poor John Weiss. I insulted him so bad the whole show. I don't know if you ever listened to that show back on commentary, I, but I just I just have- destroyed him. We didn't have to watch it back because we can hear you from where we were. 
So I was I called up to Peter like three. You have to like put this over. Like you have to. He's like, and I don't even think he heard me. And you were like, "Fuck yeah, this guy's the best wrestler in the fucking world." And it's like <laughs> dumb shit. And the only thing I have on is a fucking headlock, and you're just like, "This, this guy's great." <laughs> I I almost broke. Uh, I think it was Everest. I almost broke Everest in a match on commentary because he heard me from across the room. Uh, he, him, and Philly Mike had that match, and he crushed Philly Mike like, oh, and yeah. sent them flying. And we were in, we were in the like Wildwood. So if you've ever been from Wildwood, New Jersey, they have these tram cars, and when the tram cars are going down, they have this annoying speaker that goes, "Watch the tram car, please. Watch the tram car." And that's all you hear your entire time on the shore. So he crushes Philly Mike and sends him flying across the ring. I go, Everest with the huge body check. Watch the tram car, please. And the whole place erupted. Oh, <laughs> like everyone turned around and looked at commentary and was laughing because I said that. <laughs> oh, fuck that back. So bad. Oh. Yeah. Good moments. But oh. so one of the questions were in the chat. Let me uh let me try to find it here. Uh, I believe someone said, "Who are some people on the scene that we should that we should be looking out for that you're a fan of?" That I'm a fan of. I hate everybody. So, <laughs> uh, so uh, well, I'm a heel commentator, and and he's part of a st- stable called Bad Company. But in Bad Company, I only like him and Jay the Key, and I shoot. I, I not shoot, but I, I act like I hate his other two teammate members. So it's like a weird dynamic. Where I'm yeah, like, always- These guys are scum. Why does Pete and Jay even hang out with them? <laughs> uh, man, let's see. Let's let's put people over that I like. Um, so we'll we'll do Jay Evans for sure. So yeah. Jay, Kurt, Lance. I think I said something during that that same show because it was like adult theme show, and I guess Jay was dressed up as a Powerpuff Girl and he flashed the crowd, and I said that key will fit in anywhere or something like that. <laughs> I heard that from downstairs. I think I was like, I think I was standing at the bar underneath you. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, were, we were working blue that night. Let's see. So we'll do, we'll put Jay over, we'll put Kurt over, we'll put Lance over. All, all great picks. Yes, we should put them, we'll put them over. I'll put Philly over because I've known him forever and he's really, really good. Uh, I'll put Riley over because whatever, she's. And you want to punch your face. I don't want to punch her face, but she's she's actually she's very enjoyable to watch on a wrestling show. She's gotten um, much better than when I first saw her. But you know, progression. We love that. We love that for people. Uh, I don't know if you've seen James Gray and like uh, oh fuck, what's his Jermaine? The like the Bonnet Club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So there, I I thoroughly enjoy watching them do tag stuff. I believe you uh, did a tag team match with them at the library show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what yep. it was. Yeah. Oh, so then I'll put, I'll put over my tag team partner that day. Yankee TDM. I thoroughly enjoy watching him wrestle. He's, yeah. he's fun. He's fun to work with and then team with. So I, yeah. I like, um, I've just put over my friends at this point. Uh, who else do I like? <laughs> who else do I like? Uh, the smallest, smallest, smallest. Jaden Steele, yeah, cowboy bro, cowboy bro. Um, fuck. Who else do I like? 
Well, if, if your list is small, we can go to this one here. Uh, where in the world would you like to wrestle? What's a bucket list place? Oh, Japan. You like to go to Japan? Japan. I, I think Japan for so long was my end goal because I didn't think I was um, <clears throat> I was going to be like a WWE fit. So I figured like Japan has got all these like small but like popular promotions and like boom, Japan, I can go there. Yeah. Now like AEW is available and like now that they don't like they don't have dark and all that, so it's a little more difficult. <clears throat> and I've not trained, uh, so it becomes mm-hmm. a little more. Uh, so I think Japan, England, I'd like to be go to. I guess on a smaller scale, realistically, uh, I'd like to wrestle in my home state of New York. I've never wrestled here before. Well, that was uh, a question. Do you ever travel outside the Northeast scene? Uh, he doesn't because he only wrestles in Jersey and we're begging him to get into Pennsylvania. You need to come to the I, sanctuary. I, so it's funny. I'm now wrestling outside of the Northeast scene in June. I have Arkansas coming up. Wow. Random fucking States that I've ever like been asked to wrestle in. Uh, I've wrestled in North Carolina before, which is like, eh. And then I have Maine coming up for like the third time for a new nice. company. So main, and so in the sanctuary very soon, right? You're going to come out for a first Friday and wrestle in the church. Is it the first Friday? Yeah. I think this next first Friday is going to be a drag show. So I don't know if it's going to be a uh, a wrestling show. I think it's like a drag uh, like lip sync show. I don't know if it's going to be wrestling. But oh, if there is wrestling, I will on a, on a Friday, we'll get you out there. Because that would be a I great want, way to work, work Riley. I want to do um, – I got a, I got a message. Uh, what's the other place that I want to go to? The other one you work for high tension yeah that one yeah hi so we need to get you in high tension too. right here that i just can't read because i yeah that one i want to i want to work them too yeah but i want to wrestle like ricky price there so Ooh. i want to wrestle ricky price that too like oh. that would be fun and i like his character i like the, the, the oh teal. my goodness you could beat up ricky price for me that just looks like a blast he's very i realize he's very anti-you yeah, we don't like each other. Did he? Uh, did he make those anti ABJ shirts? Yeah. He, well, some of my Discord like- made them, but he 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 took a shirt and then defiled it, and then and then it somehow ended up on my merch page. So if you want to if you want to rock the uh, I hate ABJs, I like right out. <laughs> What's that? What? What? I didn't hear what you said. I said who would who? I might have to go buy one of those after something. That'd be funny. That'd be funny. But yeah, you should, you should definitely, you and Ricky Price is a match I didn't think I would get, I I didn't think I would get, and now I want it. Yeah, that's one, I just, I've seen his stuff, like, he's been popping up on, like, Instagram and all that. Yeah. And I, like, and his promos just are very funny. Yeah, he's very good. He's very good. He was very, he's very inspired by GTS. Like, if someone gave him the okay to come to GTS, he'd be there in a heartbeat. Just show up. Just message, tell him to just message Graham, be like, yo, I want to come down. Like, all right, come on. That's all you have to do. You don't have to like. You don't have to be like. Oh, I need an in. You don't yeah. need to just message him. Just yeah. go. You're in. Uh, that'd be that'd be dope though. Uh, how uh, about your favorite interviewer outside of Ring of Ryan? Well, of course, Ryan. It's ABJ. All right. I fucking knew Ryan was gonna come in here and ask for some dumb. <laughs> I'm gonna bully this kid even on here. He uh he bought a t-shirt today. He goes, "You gonna stop bullying me now?" I go, "No, never, never, never." So- I Ryan, sometimes that. sometimes as an interviewer, your best your best interviews are the ones that you hate. Yeah, besides that, the black wall. Um, all right, man, we're getting to that time. I don't want to keep you all late, and I, I know your fans off in your room and you're dying. How? Well, where can people find Pete Corvus online? You can find me on Twitter 
It's at Pete Corvus, C-O-R-V-U-S, not like that clown Eric Corvus that I'm wrestling in two weeks, three weeks. The mechanic guy. Two weeks. Yeah, the mechanic guy. The guy that I stole his name. That guy. Uh, my other family member in wrestling, apparently. Yeah, yeah your brother, right? Too many of them. Uh, you can find me on this old Pete, Pete Corvus, C-O-R-V-U-S. Uh, Instagram is... Pete underscore Corvus927. Uh, I got a pro wrestling tea store. You just go on that website or the app that they have and you just type my name in. I got a bunch of nice t-shirts up there. Uh what else do I got? What else do I got? What did you see got? my did you see my duct tape shirt? My ABJ duct tape shirt? No. Yeah, I have a duct tape shirt. Like a KO shirt? Like a KO duct tape shirt, yeah. Oh. I don't want the anti ABJ one anymore with that one. No, you listen. I I don't coin the duct tape. I cl- I clearly stole it too. But I think you need a. I think you need your own duct tape shirt. The so I st- hmm, I had a Pete Corvus show shirt at one point, but it was very overly. Yeah, see that's nice. But I mine is very overly inspired by him. Yeah. Like it was like it was on Raw on Monday, and I think I had the shirt made by like Wednesday. And I love that. I was like, huh. so I just stopped. Um, Don't you have a panda shirt too? Do I have a panda shirt? I thought you had a, a shirt like looked the like look like his panda shirt. Do I have a panda? Shirt? No, I asked someone to make me a red panda. That in yeah. the style of him, I want I want a red panda in the style of him. Yeah, because I love red pandas, and you know he's my favorite wrestler ever. So like. <laughs> And that, that, that's where we bonded because I remember calling your match first time ever seeing you, and uh, and I was like, this guy reminds me of a, like a like a like a Kevin Owens, and you you came up after and you're like, thank you so much. That was, yeah. <laughs> but Pete, uh, we have one last question. Some one one last one snuck in here, and we'll get you out of here. If you could write a, a, a letter to your younger self, what would it say? Oh, that's deep. Uh, don't be so hard on yourself. Uh, there it is. I like that. Yeah, don't be so hard on yourself. I could, that can write the letter to me now. Yeah. the same thing. Uh, don't be so hard on yourself. Be patient. Uh, don't take everything to heart. It's not. It's not that wrestling is not that serious. Everyone yes. takes. See, it's it ain't that serious. It's it's a job, but like, have fun. Have fun with it. You have fun with it. Everything comes your way because like. Who cares? <clears throat> Who really cares at the end of the day? People are coming to still see anyway. Who cares? Have fun. Don't take it so serious. Life isn't life is short. Gosh, Gears of Kai said if you need a duct tape shirt, he's got you. <laughs> got Kai Kai's my logo guy, and so is Hunter Dylan. So hit them up if you need some logos. Both your guys. Very, very, very affordable, and they do great work. Deal, man. There you go. And uh, Ryan said, I watched the whole interview. Thank you all so much for hanging out. This is probably the first time in a long time where I think we outviewed on Twitch over YouTube. So that was cool. Thank you all for for the Twitch love. That means a lot. And, uh, Thank, once again, Pete, links below to support the podcast. If you, if you want to buy some merchandise, if you want to, uh, uh, do that, um, also support uh, the my guest downstairs. Uh, yeah, my guest downstairs. My guest here as well. And uh, check his links. Uh, like my my Brady Bunch cohort over here. And uh, here's some music by Billy Trey. And we'll see you guys on Monday with Just Saying.
at seven o'clock. He's good so too. We'll yeah, put him over too. He's good. He's good. And then Joey Conway on the, on Tuesday. I think he's good. I have to watch. He's very team. good. We'll, very, we'll, very good. That I, we'll put him over too. Yeah, do yeah, that. He's awesome. And then there's that grim guy on the 18th. Fuck that guy. Fuck that. All right, cool. All right, we'll see you guys next time. We're out here.